magnificent morning folks this is jay jameson with her story podcast her is an acronym for heroic empowering and resilient and this is a self-improvement self-acceptance and women empowerment podcast my main purpose is to encourage empower and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity Each of us has a story. Maybe it's an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you are facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, they use their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you. Because you are her. Heroic, empowering, and resilient. Welcome. Great morning, folks. Um, It has been a minute, but, you know, I will not apologize for it because I've been really just busy changing the world one piece at a time, Um, trying to move and shape the trajectory of our state with uh, the voter engagement and education work and peace we did this past election season. So that's kind of why I've been on a hiatus and been um, MIA, but I'm here, I'm back. And um, this is going to be a really good episode because if you know anything about me, you know that I love just highlighting young, successful, beautiful women of color, black women who are walking within their purpose. So if it is your first time tuning in, her this podcast is just really focused on real women, real stories, real issues, but most importantly, just creating a space and an opportunity for us to celebrate us. You know, we talk about the real stories behind the progress and the success that it brings and not just for women, but again, focusing again on women of color and black women. So, um, today I have with me, Sarah Bonzi. I hope that I pronounced it correctly. I did my best, Sarah. Um, <laughs> she is uh, currently. <laughs> I tried. I tried, girl. <laughs> so, um, Sarah is a pre med student at Temple University. So, shout out to Philly. And um, I am uh, Louisiana, born and raised, Louisiana native, currently in New Orleans. But I do know about Temple because of my two colleagues, um, Kat Walden and Morgan Shannon. So shout out to Kat and Morgan. They're both um, alums from Temple. But so, Sarah, I'm super excited that you are able to share some of your time today so we can just talk about your story and different things that you have going on and just share a light on a different topic for one because we have not had a discussion um on the topic that we will discuss today but just you know get a little shout out to you and the great work that you're doing and just tell the audience what's up well thank you so much for that wonderful introduction today <laughs> and as you know my name is Sarah Bonzi and I am the founder and owner of Bonzi BVE plant-based eye vitamins uh, well, number one, everything sounds better in French, which I told Janae uh, just a few minutes ago. And BVE is a supplement full of natural ingredients um, catered to one's eye health and overall well-being. It's full of natural ingredients and micronutrients that we tend to lack in our everyday diet. So I made sure to incorporate that inside of these um, vegan capsules. 
and some of the benefits one would gain from taking BDEI vitamins are eye hydration, vision loss reduction, reduced inflammation, and a brighter sclera over time. And, you know, in case people don't know what the sclera is, that's the white part of the eyes. Okay, okay, dope, dope. So, um, just really excited, Sarah, that we are going to touch bases on the topic of just, you know, your eyes and just your eye care and health and all of those things, because it's really, I feel like something that's not really discussed within our community, right? Within, we can look at lower income communities or black and brown communities, or we can even talk about its relation to women in our health, you know, within the past few years, like, mascara and makeup and the lash extensions and things of that nature have something that's been very prominent within the community with women so I you know really would like to just discuss how that actually relates to your eye care and eye health so um is there any relation to you know eye extensions and mascara and all of those things as it relates to um, eye health? Yeah, so I mean, well, first we have to know that when we speak about cosmetics, there's only like a certain percentage of people who actually, you know, in regards to the eye makeup, throw away their mascara at a period listed on the label, mm-hmm. and there are like many eye makeup safety tips to avoid um, and that are preventable conditions such as conjunctivitis. Um, If people were, well, women in general would just read those labels. One of those is that it's um, usually listed on the eye makeup um, products such as the mascara to throw away the mascara every three months. Um, You know, another preventable thing is when sampling makeup in stores, you should only use the fresh applicators knowing how many women actually might pick up, you know, something and put it back in there. You know, we never know. So it's like, next thing you know, you wake up with uh, information of the eye and we don't know where it's coming from. Right. Um, And then also, when you're testing out eye makeups or care products at a time, especially if you tend to have like allergic reactions easily it's it's good to more so give yourself i would say at least one week to see the difference in your eye and you know there are so many things that are going on with the eyelashes nowadays i mean i have no eyelashes currently (laughs) (laughs) but i would like some right (laughs) so it's like in, in regards to that you know those things are so complex because they're important for keeping dust and dirt out of our eyes. And they also keep our eyes from drying out by blocking ear movement over your tear, um, tear film. And tear film is that little line that you, you can see, like just under the eyelid. And so when all of these things are happening in regards to build up from mascara, from, I would say, applying too much eyelashes at a time, you know, it's just, you know, I, I would say bring putting us in a position that we're more prone to um, typical diseases that the BVE supplements can more so help you um, for. Okay, awesome. You know, and you mentioned something that I didn't really think about, like 
we take for granted when we go into Mac and different stores and we're trying on different products. I just take for granted that, okay, you know, because they spray alcohol or, you know, that it's, it's just clean, you know, and I don't really think about the different folks who have come in before me and really just how clean and what can actually happen if this product is placed on my eyes and the eyes are just so very sensitive. And, um, Going back to just eye health within the, well, me personally, I've been wearing glasses since I was in first grade and I didn't really understand what was going on at first because I remember it like yesterday I was in first grade. I came home, I was doing some um, exercises and homework with my dad and I got really frustrated because I knew that I could read. I'm like, dang, you know, like I'm smart. Like I make sure he aids. Like, why am I not understanding this homework? Like, why can't I see what's going on? And so then I just remember my dad having a conversation with my mom, you know, okay. I like, I, I think Janae needs glasses because like, I, I know she, you know, she can comprehend and she knows what's going on in the, the, the story. So like what's really going on. But taking that and taking like the privilege that I had, right? I grew up in a household where my parents always had health insurance, vision insurance and things like that. So I didn't have to really worry about that, you know? But when we look at the majority of the world in the world that we live in, and I think this is a stat that you had mentioned, like 60%, I think you said of, um, I don't know if you said certain communities or just looking at the, the, you know, just the United States in general, people, you know, don't really have access, of course, to health care and eye, um, eye insurance and things of that nature. And going back to the beloved state that I love and that I live in Louisiana, you know, I love Louisiana for its culture and for its music and for its food. But the harsh reality is Louisiana is at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to livelihood, when it comes to living, when it comes to affordable healthcare and things of that. So you have an amazing product and I refer to it as BBE, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to even attempt, um, the actual name, um, and I, but I do want you, I do want you to continuously say it on this podcast, but I'll say BVE. Um, <laughs> but um, you also, you know, you, this product and just your vision and providing just folks with, you know, a different approach to actual um, receiving eye vitamins and uh, just a new outlook of looking at eye care and the importance of it you also have a plan to provide and give back to the community as well and to provide to those individuals who may not have the opportunity to have access to health care so can you share just a little light on the um the different proceeds of when you purchase your product and what will go back into the community yeah so um the thing is there are so many places that lack vision eye care. Sometimes people can't afford it. And if you were to go to an eye gym in general, they would ask you um, for $300 on up for eye frames in general. Right. So mm-hmm. that alone is over the budget. Ridiculous. And it's very yeah. understandable. And um, that's another reason why I am creating frames currently um, called the Bon Vieux. BVE blue light filtering lenses, which help people minimize the symptoms of digital eye strain. 
knowing how many people are um, what's it called using devices, looking at TV all day, we're using our laptops, you know, their businesses are happening through these um, electronic devices and eyes are on the rise of being strained. Right, constantly. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's like, I was like, let me just put out something if I can't provide you um, prescribed lenses, like maybe this would help um, lessen the visually impaired um, statistics. Currently, there are about 7.7 billion people on this earth, and I believe 285 million people are visually impaired. Wow. And if you were to go into foreign countries such as Africa and Gambia, there's only two, there's only one optometrist for every two million people. And, oh my gosh. You know, mm. I, I don't know if it's just in regards to just people not wanting to go into the field. Black Americans not wanting to go in the field and helping people out, but this is what wanted me to um, stick to this field in general, because I was like, okay, if only 200 um, people, I would say, in regards to color are in these optometry schools throughout the whole um, United States, I can just be the salt of the grain and um, try to expand this more and enlighten it so that individuals can see the benefits. Because it's like, as African-Americans, we're already prone to certain eye diseases like cataracts and glaucoma. um, States are much higher and, you know, all that. It's just bad news when it comes to it overall. So I put my little two cents together and I was like, okay, how about seven out of your 37 capsules will go to an individual um, around the world that lacks vision care um, from every bottle that's purchased. And I was like, if I could just provide, or you know, you as a buyer um, can just provide those nutrients for uh, a week, it can just benefit so many individual um, individuals than you know we currently have now. And it's crazy because it's like, Fifty percent of women experience more visual impairment than men do, and one of the reasonings is that we live longer. So yeah. that's that's another reason why I cater to women, especially um, because of this matter. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. You know, we live longer. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, no. Like you had a a lot of good points, good stats, but you know, it's just my brain. I'm like, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, we'd live longer, but no, on a, um, on a really, on a serious note though, just your ability to create this product, to create these vitamins and, um, just knowing that it's very important for us to educate ourselves and to bring and raise awareness to certain issues and educate our community, but it's so important to give back. And I've always said that, you know, what does it mean for me as an individual if I educate myself and I know the resources and I have the resources and I'm not pouring them back into my community or in certain areas where I know that there are people who like the access to these things. So um, big ups to you for that and um just the ability to to share your vision with other people and help other people and with that being said you also mentioned that maybe the lack of not 
um, of others not having access to an uh, optometrist may be a lack of interest or you're not sure of, of those who are interested in um you know, optometry. So what sparked your interest just along your journey? Was, did it begin in middle school? Did you always know that you were interested within this field? So, and like, how did you connect the dots to, you know, I want to go into optometry and I also want to create this product to help others? Yeah. So, um, I come from a family of medical professionals and I sort of knew I was going to gravitate towards that field of medicine, like, somehow or some way. And I began by studying nursing, which I didn't really like. And at the time, neuroscience was fairly new. So it really caught my interest, and I ended up teaching neuroscience from grades one through six on a more hands-on approach, of course. And I just loved everything I learned, and um, I taught a STEM program to students that were interested, like, in that sort of, um, you know, I, I would guess subject. So it really went well, and I did that for about a year. And after that, I ventured out into um, the field of optometry, of course, and I started working one-on-one with optometrists, and we went all throughout the areas of New Jersey, Philadelphia, and part of even New Jersey. And, you know, I... Through that whole journey, I barely saw women of color. Um, I don't think I've, I think I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even think I saw one. Well, mm-hmm. maybe one, but, but that was about it. But, you know, to be in something and not seeing anybody that represents me. And when I was looking at the patients, of course, most of them were African-American. Um, you know, as we age, of course, we're prone to more diseases, and that's understandable, but it's like, it was just higher in regards to just color. So, I don't know, I just wanted to sit down, think of ways on the natural aspect, knowing that I'm all about holistic wellness and herbs, you know, since I was little, I was trying to make my own teas. You, you, you can come in my room and see leaves hanging on the wall. And, you know, I'm Christian, so it wasn't nothing right. <laughs> ordinary, of course, yeah. you know. And, um, and, you know, my mom was like, oh, wow, Sarah, like, it seems like you picked up traits from your ancestors in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And then to come to find out, my mom would tell me that my aunt would bathe people that are pregnant well after they finish having their babies and strings and that they would use certain leaves and the next thing you know they'd be jumping up and down the next day going to work i don't know what it was but it's Mm -hmm. like you know when you have something in your blood you're not going to you're just going to be drawn to doing things that okay somebody in your family would recognize like you are not too far from the tree and i was able to see this through doing it so i just knew I was where I was supposed to be. And since my dad is a pharmacist, he was also able to help me on this journey by looking at the appropriate MGs, of course, not overloading on nutrients, so just to waste the whole vitamin. You know, this thing was um, a year in the works of just testing, um, um, researching, you know, schooling, seeing patients and, and just looking at the doctor, the optometrist, um, and, and what they're providing. So it's like, I feel like I created something that will just benefit the whole 
and you know that's that's how we were brought up Yes, you are really doing it. You are doing amazing things. And just, I just want, can you just tell the audience how old you are? If you don't mind sharing. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm 23. Yes. No, I just, you know, I I just wanted everybody to know that, you know, Sarah is 23 years old and she is really doing the dang thing. Like, this is so admirable. Like, you are really out here doing it and just changing the world and pouring into the world and just using your gifts and your talents. Like, that is really amazing. And I wanted to point that out, too, that when we, we live into a society where either folks focus on you're too young or you're too old to do something. Some people think, you know, well, if I haven't uh, reached a certain cap or and a mark by this age, I shouldn't do it. Or some, you know, folks are like, you know, well, maybe I, I'm too young to do it. Or maybe some people won't respect me in my field or in my industry because I am this certain age. But I'd like to share that just to also just empower and motivate younger women as well that, you know, you're never too young. It's never too early for you when you know that you have a passion and you have the purpose and that you have the use your network within your network, right? I mean, hello, you know, your father's a a pharmacist, but it's like you use that to help you leverage your work and really help you within building your products. I thought that that was just very important for, you know, you to share that and share your age um, as well. I didn't want to, you know, put you out on the spot, but I just think that's really amazing that you're 23 and you're doing so much. I just, I really love that. It's very admirable. Um, so even with that, with you majoring in pre-med and launching your, your product and, um, how, like, do you find that work-life balance and you being a full-time student? Yeah, so, you know, I want to thank you so much also, by the way, that, that meant so much to me. I look at all of these, uh, stars or, you know, humanitarians, of course, like Yara, I don't even know if I'm saying her um, name right, but Jaden Smith, he just came out with like this filtering um, water. Water, uh huh. 10,000 gallons. Yeah, every like 30 seconds or something like that. So it's like these people inspired me. And I, you know, it's like, I don't know. With inspiration, there's never an age to it, you know? Right. And I definitely feel like that's just the vibe that I was writing on and, and it keeps me pushing to see these people so it's crazy how you can connect the two like you know you tell your friends to get with my friends so we can be friends and um and you know just overall in general when it comes to um just when it comes to the whole just aspect of sitting down and under my understanding myself better I feel like I'm able to show that to, like, my husband, of course. I just got married in um, July. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We met on Instagram, believe it or not. What? It was there. Love it. Love (laughs) it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from being married and everything and transitioning to that, I have to plan the whole wedding myself because it's like I feel like I'm very uh I'm not I just wanted it under my hands I couldn't I I didn't want to trust anybody else's thing I don't know but it was definitely stressful 
And then it's like I already had Bonjour, of course, before we had got married. It was already in my mind. I wanted to put this out there. But I was like, let me just do one thing at a time. So we got married. We had our traditional Ghanaian wedding. I was in school. That was a lot. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm just glad that I managed it. Because we never know how until we sit back and, you know, realize, wow, you know, this must not be my strength. It must be God's strength because mm-hmm. I just have to pray, um, you know, stay focused, keep going. And, you know, God won't ever put me in a position I feel like that's over, you know, that's not too much for me. Right. So, yeah, I, that's how I've just been keeping sane is just knowing that I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And the perfect quote to go with this is bloom where you are planted. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I love that. I love it. And you know, like the the old folks say, or it's a saying around here. You know, like you know, God won't give you more than what you can handle, and that really is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, when He implants the vision, then you know you have to really just lean not on your own, but you know, on um, just lean on God. And and if it's a God given vision, then it'll all the the pieces will all come together. So. Um, I really, I thank you for reaching out and just sharing light too on a new topic that hadn't been previously discussed and what you're bringing, what you're able to provide and give um, to those who may not be able to afford it. And for those who are able to purchase the the product, it just gives me um, a sense of meaning to know for one, I'm helping myself in my... um, you know, providing my eyes with the vitamins and the the nutrients and things that they need, but also with my purchase, I'll be able to help others who may not be able to have the same access and opportunities as I have. So thank you so much for um, being able to to just give this to so many different people. Thank you, Zubay. I appreciate it. So Sarah, an, an audience in closing, you know, always remember that your story is not solely for you. And it's meant to be shared with other women and just to provide hope and create a platform to those who may be going through very similar situations. And you never have to be ashamed. You definitely don't have to be afraid to share your story, your light, and your vision within your purpose because you are a victor, you are a winner, and you will not be defeated. And you declare growth and prosperity over your life. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her heroic empowering and resilient so ladies men whomever um is listening right now i ask you just one favor to please share her story is available on apple Podcasts, on soundcloud and google play and again this is jay jameson with her story podcast and we're out